Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Welcome to Radiant Skin Unveiled. In this episode of Ageless by Rescue, we will explore the secrets to achieving naturally flawless and radiant skin. Skin that's so good, you won't need makeup. I'm joined by Alison Pickering, the passionate force behind MX Skincare, a cosmeceutical brand that believes in the concept of skin so good, you don't need makeup. Alison, who was a professional makeup artist and is now turned skincare innovator, wanted to create a brand that would serve as the perfect canvas, enhancing natural beauty and empowering individuals to embrace their skin at any age. I'd like to invite you to join us as we uncover the core principles of creating a skincare routine that is based on science and revolutionary formulas. We'll discuss how your skincare routine can be customized to address specific skin concerns and achieve skin health with clean, scientifically formulated ingredients. Alison's expertise as a makeup artist has shaped MX Skincare into a brand that celebrates natural beauty. Learn how their meticulously crafted products offer solutions for pigmentation, skin health, and can support your investment in aesthetic treatments paving the way for radiant and glowing skin. This episode is in partnership with MX Skincare. Alison, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. It's so wonderful to be here. I've been so excited about talking with you today. Well, you've been in my bathroom for a few weeks now, and um, it's always so nice to meet a creator. And I always think, gosh, I would love to create a brand. I've been brand side on, so, you know, so many different brands. And then I think the amount of courage and, you know, volition it would take to create something for yourself must be enormous. And so I'm always honored when I get to have the conversation with someone who put all of their passion and money and time and effort into delivering a solution for us to enjoy. So um, I think this is going to be a great conversation. I want to start with the fact that you are a former makeup artist. So you've seen a lot of complexions and a lot of faces, but it's an unusual pathway to enter the cosmeceutical skincare game. What brought you here? Well, I guess for me, it's always been about the skin. Um, and with makeup artistry, uh, the most important foundation, I guess, is great skin. And so often when you have a um, a client that's coming for makeup or a specific uh, event that you're working on, if the person has skin that's prepared, you're going to get a much better result with the finishing look of the makeup. So um, working, I worked in the cosmetic industry for a very long time and then went into makeup artistry. So I had a really big understanding of the importance of skin care and how that works on the skin. You know, it's quite literally been in my DNA because um, when I was growing up, my grandmother, who was a nurse, uh, used to make her own skin creams and soaps and things like that. And she always spoke to me about 
um, you know, looking after your skin, you know, we've got one skin, it's an amazing organ and it has to carry us through the entirety of our life. And my mum was also always using skincare and makeup. It was just, it was just always around me. I just knew to look after the skin. So when I started working in the cosmetic industry, learning about the different ingredients and how they work on the skin and what they do for the skin um, has always been of interest to me. To me, skin has been absolutely everything. I think As it's really interesting because the best makeup artists I've ever spoken to their goal is always to get rid of as much product as possible on the skin and yes. to do the painting to accentuate the features. And I guess that's what I'm hearing from you as well. Very much. And, you know, if you're going to put makeup onto a face, if it's not hydrated, if it's not exfoliated, if it's not clean, you know, that's going to create the, um, the, the look of the makeup that isn't going to be desirable. You know, without putting moisture into the skin and having a beautiful hydrated skin, you, you know, the makeup is just going to absorb into the skin and you're going to lose the makeup. It can look very dull. You're not going to have that beautiful glow. And equally, if the face hasn't been, you know, ready readily prepared, exfoliated. I guess, you know, it's very much like painting a house, you know, like if you just go and put the paint on without preparing it, it's, you know, it, it might look good for a couple of minutes, you know, but it's it's going to change because it's going to seep into the, the you know, the, the, the home. And it's, it's the same with makeup. Unless you prepare the skin, you're not going to get a great result with the makeup. I always have been told, and uh, and I think one of the great makeup artists that I know and I love is Ray Morris and she always always says to me you know the more makeup you wear the older you'll look mm -hmm. and as you age you really really want to have that flawless canvas and we you know with a lot of makeup artists that I've had on the show as well we spend more time talking about skincare and prepping the canvas because exactly what you just said I'm wondering as because you are a former makeup artist do you still kind of keep an eye on what's the trends are? Are there things that you're noticing and then going, okay, if this is the makeup trend, if this is where beauty is going, this is triggering me to create this kind of cosmeceutical skincare. Is there anything that you're seeing at the moment that's exciting to you? Most definitely. And of course, that clean girl makeup look is absolutely everywhere. And I, th I think it really come on to us um, with uh, during the time of lockdown and through those times, you know, where we were doing a lot of at home care and we were getting really getting used to not having that full makeup on every day to go about into what we're doing in our lives. And that um, clean look, not wanting to have that mask on our face, um, I think has been everything. Clean, healthy, glowing skin is what people, uh, you know, are wanting to feel more, feel confident in their skin, not having, you know, a heavy layer of makeup on the skin. And we're seeing a lot of makeup artists that are making their, um, you know, uh, formulating their own brands. They're very much going into putting ingredients into their makeup that um, is really going to give that glowing, hydrated, you know, good ingredients into the makeup. So it's not just makeup anymore. It's it's verging on, you know, where skincare and makeup unite. Oh, absolutely. I interviewed uh, Terry de Grunsberg from By Terry. And, you know, it's the skinification of makeup. Um, 
very much so exactly what you're saying. But I'm really interested because you didn't just make skincare. And I've seen makeup artists put skincare in their lines. You you went, I'm only doing skincare and I'm doing cosmeceutical skincare. So that that's actually massive because the R&D involved in cosmeceutical level ingredients is massive. The expense to produce and to source ingredients at that level is massive. Why did you decide cosmeceutical? And can you, I guess, share with me the science that you really wanted to back to birth your MX skincare line? Well, you know, I always um, have known what are the best active ingredients, the ones, the scientifically researched ingredients that get results on the skin. It's so important for us to have antioxidants and things like that that's going to protect our skin and repair our skin, etc. You know, we live in one of the harshest climates in the world. So I wanted to create a, a um a skincare line that was scientifically backed with those ingredients that have been scientifically researched to get results on the skin. So it was, for me, it was all about the ingredients. And I wanted the best active ingredients because there's a lot of vitamin Cs, there's a lot of retinols or vitamin As, but they're not all created equal. So I wanted the best active ingredients, the ingredients that were going to cause the lessest well, you know, the least irritation on the skin um, and but get the best results. So using very high concentrations, but the safe concentration, because often when you use something that's too high, it can have a negative effect on the skin. So it was very much about getting the purest, most active ingredients and then working with my formulating chemist to put them in the the correct delivery system to get the results because it's very much about the delivery system. If you have an active ingredient, it may not be in the right molecular size and that's really just going to sit on top of the skin and create irritation and blockage and, you know, all kinds of different things on top of the skin. So again, it was about not just the active ingredients, but the delivery system was absolutely crucial. I think it's funny that you, of all the guests that I've had on the show who have been involved in manufacturing skincare, it's only a couple have, that have talked to the delivery system. And, you know, whenever I'm asked questions about, and the big, you know, the things that you get asked questions on are almost always the same. Retinol is, you know, the number one thing I'm asked about. Uh, retinol or uh, vitamin A, which one should I be using? How often, where, when, at what strength? Then vitamin C. Uh, and then niacinamide and vitamin B complex, and then of course sunscreen. You know, they're the they're the main things that I get asked about. And a lot of people will say to me, "Oh, I've tried vitamin C, makes my skin um, break out," or "I've tried mm-hmm. vitamin A, my God, my skin was peeling like a snake." And the thing that I always go back to is, you know, at what concentration was it? Were you using it with other ingredients in the right order? Mm-hmm. And what was the delivery system? I always ask, what was the delivery system? Because you're quite right. If the delivery system isn't correct, if it's not encapsulated, for example, for vitamin C, or if it's you've got an oily skin and it's uh, in a, a carrier um, 
oil that's too heavy for your skin, you're going to break out. You do have to look, it's not just a matter of having your vitamins or your active ingredients. They have to be balanced. It has to be the right and the safe level of ingredient uh, potency. Just because it's the highest potency doesn't mean it's the right potency for you. And that's that's the challenge, you know, that's that's really hard. And I really like what you've done with the brand. I'll tell you some two things I love about the brand. And I wanted to experience it as a consumer before we met. So uh one is this pathway to glowing skin concept that you have, which I want you to talk about in a second. I love it. It's super simple and it's really clever. And the other thing that I really like that you've done is that you've retained the luxury element of co- of skincare within a cosmeceutical context because sometimes you want to use a nice product, something that feels good and nice, even though it's active. So I think those two things are quite unique to the MX brand. But can we talk about, can you share with us your pathway to glowing skin, that philosophy? I really love it. Well, um, the pathway to glowing skin, I think, is absolutely essential. You know, once we had, you know, seven-step routines that we were going through and, you know, that takes up time. People don't have the time. So that can be a deterrent to even using skincare. I don't have the time, you know, to do that. So I wanted to develop something that was easy and could easily be incorporated into everyone's life because the skincare routine is such an important part of our morning and evening part of the day. I think it's essential. So um, with uh, the pathway to glowing skin, it's really just four steps and then a special um, special care for, um, you know, once a week. So it's cleansing, um, followed by serum, followed by moisturizer, followed by eye cream. And of course, those serums differ whether that's morning or night. Of course, we're going to be using vitamin Cs, B3s in the daytime. Of course, that's our, our armor, our protection against uh, free radicals and taking us in, into our day. And then, of course, we need the repair at nighttime when our skin's in repair mode. And that's when we're introducing the vitamin A. And of course, vitamin A should only be used at nighttime. Um, and um, then once a week, you know, using your special treats of, you know, your exfoliate and hydration uh, mask. So it, it's it's just very simple. You know, we, we have one cleanser and, you know, I, I, I say put that in the shower so, you know, you can use that easily. It's not a chore to like have to be doing something at the mirror unless, of course, you wish to. And then, you know, jump out of the shower and you apply your serum. I like to wait a couple of minutes for that serum to penetrate. While that's happening, you know, I might do something else, just, you know, put on my body lotion or something like that and then apply the moisture and with regard to the moisture you know I love adding a couple of drops of the facial oil to the moisture again that's just going to give an extra protection of antioxidant protection and an added glow hydration to the skin and then eye cream and boom you're out the door. Can I ask Alison do you think um, there are a lot of misconceptions in the skincare industry because you know, it's a brave step to take to launch your own skincare brand. And I'm sure people have said to you, you know, why now? Why you? Um, But you must have felt like in your gut that there was something not quite right for you to enter the fray yourself. Well, I was often disappointed with the results I was getting on my skin. You know, I knew that I wanted to be using active ingredients 
And I'd be disappointed, you know, um, I'd end up with my skin, you know, using a vitamin A, you know, I'd be red skin, peeling, all those sorts of things. I didn't like that on my skin. And uh, I didn't, you know, they were often not cared, uh, contained in airless containers. So, you I know, do love I'm, your containers. I'm, they are great. Well, I'm like, how can this be effective? How can it be effective if I'm opening a jar and putting my finger into it? The oxygen's getting into this product, bacteria from my finger. How can this remain active and at its, you know, best effective um, uh, point when the oxygen is getting into that? So I thought, you know, I, I couldn't find what I was looking for and I was driven to wanting to create it. I knew what I wanted. So, you know, why not? And that's really how MX Skincare was born. So the range is quite tight, which we talked about, and the pathway to glowing skin is quite a nice edit. So it kind of suits a busy person. Can you uh, tell me what you've done I guess, with the formulations to be able to offer an edit. Have you, so the vitamin C, for example, it's not just vitamin C, it does have other actives in it. Isn't that right? And the oil, for example, is a is a compound of active ingredients. That's um, right. Is that, is that how we're able to shortcut? Is, is that what you think is, you know, the best way forward to, to have actives that work well together, but are also going to reduce the sheer volume of layering that we would normally want to do. Yes, that is very true. But I've also tried to keep it um, uh, quite individual as well, because, you know, as we spoke about before, you know, some people, you know, can have a sensitivity towards something like vitamin C, or at different times have different sensitivities, as has happened with me when I was going through menopause, you know, there was a lot of ingredients that I couldn't use because it was reacting on my skin. So, boom, I need something that's just vitamin B3. And I know that that's safe. It's literally made for sensitive skin. It's going to give me all the things that I need without the irritation of some of the other active ingredients. So sometimes when all the active ingredients are combined together, it can be too much for the skin to handle. Totally. So, oh my goodness. Yes. Haven't we all had like science experiments on our face before and regretted it? Most definitely. And, but other active ingredients work well together. Of course, you know, with vitamin B3, we've incorporated um, peptides, two peptides into that formulation, because that's going to have, you know, the best benefit. They work well together. So it's not a compromise to put those two ingredients together. And the same with adding a little bit of vitamin B3 to the vitamin C. So if you, you know, you know that if you're using vitamin C, well, I don't have to do a layer of B3 first and then vitamin C. I can just do the C. It's got the B3 in it. So yes, there is a little bit of, um, I guess, you know, shortcutting so that we're not spending, you know, time with that seven step, you know, uh, routine every day in front of the mirror. I've got a question for you, given that you're a makeup artist. One of the biggest challenges of having a multiple layer skincare routine, which I confess to having, um, it's (laughs) really hard to pick a favorite child with serums, you know, and And, you know, you start with one, then you've got another thing that you're correcting with and, you know, off you go. What is the correct order of using things? Let's talk first during the day so that your makeup doesn't peel because it is like if you have a lot going on, your your makeup won't sit on your skin if you are going to wear makeup or even tinted moisturizer will peel. That's exactly right. 
I think that it's very important um, that you always put the lightest, you know, the formulation that like say a gel formulation first, followed by a lotion, followed by a cream, et cetera. But very important to allow each step to completely penetrate the skin. So as I was saying, you know, once I jump out of the shower, have used the cleanser, I'll put a serum on and then I'll just do something else, you know, uh, whilst that is absorbing into the skin and pressing it into the skin so that you're not putting all these layers on and then, you know, they're having trouble absorbing into the skin. Um, so I think that's extremely important um, because you don't want that peeling effect, you know, with makeup when you're using too many layers on the skin as, as you've said and incorporating you know the moisturizer with putting a couple of drops of facial oil into that moisturizer again you're not having that layer of moisture layer of oil that's going to work best on the skin you're going to get the hydration um, without getting that really you know thick and all of the MX skincare products are very lightweight and meaning lightweight that they're not going to be heavy on the skin and just sit on top of the skin. They're made to really optimally penetrate into the skin. I noticed that even your uh, exfoliant is kind of a dual action exfoliant. It's a, it's almost like a mask. It's a BHA, AHA mask that you leave on for 10 Correct. minutes, which is right. fantastic for more yes. mature skin as well. Because I think a lot of people think, oh, BHA, AHA, it's great for if you have uh, breakouts. and uh, But it's also amazing for pigmentation. And pigmentation is what makes you look old. Very look very much, and what I love about lactic acid and the MX exfoliate is one of my favorite products because lactic acid is the most effective exfoliant to dissolve dead skin cells and debris on the skin, but it attracts moisture at the same time. So you 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 finish after the exfoliation. It's almost like having a, a moisture mask as well on the skin. So yes, you're treating the pigmentation as you said. You're cleaning the skin, but you're giving your skin a real boost of moisture at the same time and I was very specific in the creation of that that we wanted that to be a low level lactic acid so it could be toler tolerated by all skin types so if it's you know you know in the in the 2000s we're all going in for these you know acid peels and things the higher the medical grade the better absolutely you know, you come out you know with your face just so red you know the barrier function completely destroyed how could that be good for us so I wanted to keep it so that it was safe for everyone to use at home you know my, my daughter is uh, 15 and she uses that mask once a week and it's gentle enough on her skin and it's you know it's extremely sensitive as I am so that's what I really love about that mask and the fact that lactic acid is so gentle on the skin. Um, I'm going to ask you a question that's outside of what we've been talking about but it's more on that um, it's something that is coming up more and more with makeup. So I'm interested that you as a skincare brand have picked up on it so early. And that's the whole idea of inclusivity and being uh, a brand and a product that will work across all ages, ethnicities, um, skin types, um, skin tones, skin shades. Um, is that, do you think, because of having been a makeup artist and worked with so many different faces that you know that um, one size doesn't fit all? I think that it's just so important that, it, you know, everybody can use skincare. I think it's important no matter gender, ethnicity, skin type, skin tone, et cetera. So I really wanted to create something that, you know, 
like my husband and I could use, both use, um, and that every skin type could use, that there was no gender divide, so to speak, with creating a skincare product. And, you know, really skin is skin. And just having a, you know, a product that felt that was inclusive for all to use was very much important to me, you know, and being a makeup artist, of course, that was brought to mind because I worked on, you know, so often I worked on male skins and, you know, men do want to use products on their skin. They're often irritated they do, doing that they really... daily shave, you know, that daily shave and using a product. So, you know, the shaving creams often with, you know, perfumes and, um, uh, ingredients that can irritate the skin so they don't even want to shave half the time because it's you know it's painful to shave so in developing the like the foaming cleanser for in instance it's absolutely beautiful for men to shave with it's a coconut derivative that creates the foam of course which is very uh, moisturizing antibacterial anti-inflammatory it's just beautiful to shave with so yeah those things really did come to mind in formulating the product you mentioned before that you'd gone through menopause and um yes. you realized that your skin sensitivity was really enhanced at that time that's a question I get asked a lot you know if I if if we're in peri or menopause what do you think are the kind of the ingredients that we should look for and gravitate towards and where would you suggest we perhaps back off um, to give the skin the opportunity to adjust? Um, I think that, you know, when I started going through menopause, I actually, it was, it was horrific. I actually developed, I'd never, well, I never had it, um, psoriasis all over my body and then I got it on my face wow. and I was like, I can't believe this one. I'm trying, you know, I'm developing a skincare product. Skin has been my thing always. I've never had a problem with skin. And my dermatologist was recommending that, you know, I use different products and there's no uh, active ingredients in those. Most of the time they're filled with lots of parabens and things. And my skin was constantly feeling dirty. It wasn't healing the problem whatsoever. And um, I was developing the foaming cleanser, the vitamin B3 and the moisturizer at the time. So I just decided, well, I know what's in this. I'm going to use this and see how this works on my skin. And amazingly, the psoriasis cleared up on my skin. And psoriasis is an autoimmune. So that is a tough one. I know. And, you know, occasionally I will, you know, get a little breakout if I've used, um, you know, say a lipstick that has a particular perfume or something in it that can make it flare up. And immediately I go back to the vitamin B3. You know, that is literally um, an antibiotic, you know, in a jar as far as I'm concerned. It does really heal the skin. So I, I think that when you're going through menopause or anything like that even like you know high stress in your life I think you just need to pull it right back and be gentle on the skin because these things come out in our skin and if we're going to be putting a load of different ingredients on the skin you know it, it's too much so we just need to pull it back keep the routine very simple and what and i'm hearing is vitamin b vitamin b vitamin b like yes every you know it seems to be the thing that soothes that hydrates that gives you some all-around protection yes. um 
that you know is that your desert island item if you if you yes, have to choose one favorite child <laughs> i just said this the other day if i had to choose one product um well i'd have to take two it would have to be the cleanser and vitamin b3 um vitamin b3 i think is is absolutely a miracle product isn't it funny because so, i mean even 4 years ago it was kind of on the radar but not really and now it really seems to be a hero ingredient and in conversation. I think it's, you know, retinol is still the most searched ingredient. Yeah. Uh, and I think probably the most misused ingredient in uh, cosmeceuticals. But uh, vitamin B, you're quite right, because my 12-year-old can use it and I'm 49 and I love it. And um, men can use it. Men love using vitamin B because it's not very popular with men. Instantly hydrating. If you have an ethnic skin type that produces more sebum, vitamin B okay. is fantastic. If you have a skin type that's you know tends to be more uh, rosacea prone or yes. dry, vitamin B. So I would say it's the most democratic product of them all. <laughs> I, th I really think it is, and, it, you know, of course, it's amazing for pigmentation. It's a wonderful... Is it really for pigmentation as well? Very good for pigmentation, and it's, it's you know, it's an amazing antioxidant. So, uh, again, you were speaking about your daughter. My daughter also uses it because, you know, we're spending so much time in front of screens. You know, we're on one now, and it's that blue light that comes from the screen that it's just, you know, creating so much damage. It's creating pigmentation, really. And we need to have that protective, you know, uh, I guess, armour on our skin on a daily basis, protecting us, you know, from the environmental pollutants. UV is the number one cause of, of course, premature ageing. But pollutants are the, you know, the, the second cause. And it's free radical damage, which is, you know, creating so much problem within our skin. So we need to protect that daily and then repair at night with things like vitamin A. Are you looking at this um, conversation that's being had around uh, the skin microbiome and um, is that something that you're looking at with interest with your cosmetic chemist and as kind of a future pathway for how MX skincare will develop? Because there seems to be a lot of conversation around, you know, the, the microbiome system of the skin or is there something else that you're excited about that you can share with us? Look, I'm particularly excited about what's happening, I guess, on the medical, in the medical world with regard to, um, you know, de-aging our bodies, like slowing down the aging process. You know, it's about, you know, looking after our organs and, you know, the skin is the largest organ of the body. And I think that what we're going to see is a lot of flow on effect from what they're discovering, you know, with, you know, looking at cures for cancer and lots of different diseases and slowing down the aging process of the organs of the body. I think we're going to see that very much coming through into skincare. I'm really excited about, you know, the medical side very much. I think you're absolutely right. Regenerative med medicine, whilst it's looking at longevity and disease prevention, there've already been some amazing yes. you know byproduct discoveries so um i'm under doctor supervision taking metformin which is a diabetic 
medication. I've taken it for about three years now. And one of the uh, side effects of that, one of the positive side effects of that is um, a collagen formation. So it's been amazing for my skin. It, wow. it really, really helped. And, and there's been lots of clinical studies now on the byproducts of taking a product like metformin. It's it's not an anti, uh, it's not a weight loss drug. It's not an anti-aging drug, but it is recognized as being part of a suite of medicines that that is used in regenerative medicine. And um, Professor David Sinclair in his seminal work, um, Lifespan, Why We Age and Why We Don't Have To, talks to the skin regenerative uh, effects of taking metformin, which I, of course, don't go out and get anything before you go to a doctor. I've been under, you know, I take blood tests twice a year. I, I go to an endocrinologist. I go to a hormone doctor and it's it's worked for me. But I agree. I think that medical pathway is going to be super exciting. Uh, and the well, gut health, the gut microbiome connection yes. with skin. I think it's, again, so important what we put into our bodies as well. You know, I've been... Um, taking the Wellco Super Elixir literally since the day it came onto the market. And I, it's it's my medicine that I take every single day. There's so many amazing ingredients in that. And of course, you know, very much pre and probiotic uh, formulated. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I'm interested also about, you know, the pre and probiotics with regard to how we could utilize that in skincare. And we are seeing that. But I, I think there's some really exciting things happening in that sphere as well. I was going to ask you, going back to uh, the conversation about myths, do you think that there are some skincare myths that, you know, if you're at a dinner party with your friends or if you're speaking on a panel, that you just want to kind of shake people and say, gosh, don't do this or gosh, you don't need this. I'm really curious from that you know, cosmetic chemist perspective or from a product formulator perspective, is there anything that you really want us to know? Absolutely. Look, the number one thing I'm constantly asked, and we did, you know, touch on this before, people say to me, what percentage is your vitamin C? What percentage? You know, and my answer to that is always it's the correct percentage. I think there's an absolute myth that it has to be the highest percentage or you're not going to get a result. And everyone has a perception of what that percentage should be. That's and correct. of course, too high a percentage can have such a negative effect on the skin. So I think that's that's one that comes up all the time. And, uh, you know, and I talk to my formulating chemist about this and I go, well, you know, what is our, you know, what is the percentage? And we talk about that. And he goes, but Alison, this isn't the answer. It's the right percentage. That is the most important thing with any active ingredient. So I think that is the biggest myth that um, is out there. And don't you think we've all become a little bit citizen scientist? We all have like a very absolute worldview and we have a favourite brand and we, uh, you're quite right, we talk to percentages and ingredients uh, very fervently, like we, like we are citizen scientists and we know what we're talking about. Yes, definitely. And there's, you know, um, 
I think that, that there should be more education on to, you know, people will hear about an ingredient and go, oh, well, you know, I'm going to use that ingredient, but they have no idea really about what it's for or when to use it or how to use it. So, you know, that's something else that we really try and do on our website is, is educate people um, and consumers about ingredients and what products to use for a certain skin concern, um, you know, because one size doesn't fit all and there's different ingredients and different products that are going to be better for different skin concerns and um, um, different solutions. I have a question for you. Uh, one of the things that I think is um, interesting is that everyone wants a super quick result. And they think that a pathway to getting quicker results is cosmeceuticals, which in some respects I would tend to agree with because it is a more concentrated uh, version of skincare. Um, cosmeceutical is different to cosmetic levels. Um, but in your kind of expert opinion and having now worked as a formulator, how long do you think is, is correct and reasonable to expect before we start seeing visible results for different skin concerns? Again, I think that really depends on the skin concern. And I think some ingredients can have, you know, you can use it and it's like, wow, I can see a difference in my skin straight away. So um, let's talk pigmentation. What do you think is a reasonable kind of time frame for us to expect a skincare to deliver results? Well, uh, I think that, you know, it really is probably around before you actually start to see something, it could be two or three months. But like for me personally, I'm almost 55 years of age and my wow. skin is looking better. I've, well, I've And you live on the Gold better. Coast. You should be a, a Yeah, exactly. I should be a bit more, you know, I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. Can we stop? Sorry. <laughs> of course. I was going to say something there, but I won't. Okay. I'll start from 55 again. Okay, start again. I'm almost 55 years of age and my skin feels and looks better to me than what it did when I was in my 30s, 40s, well, even when I turned 50. And it's like when I see photos flash up on my phone from, you know, different times. Yes, I, I know look exactly at my skin, I'm like, wow, my skin just looks so much better. The pigmentation is one of the things that I noticed, particularly on my decolletage, on my face. Like I haven't worn a foundation, a full foundation, 99.9% .9 of the time for the last three years. I really just each day, it's just a tinted moisturizer that I use and always lipstick. And that's that's it. And I, I just know. feel confident I think it's... in my skin and it's the difference in the pigmentation that I, I really believe that's giving me that confidence and the hydration and the glow of the skin. So how long to get that result? Well, as I said, I think some is immediate, but pigmentation, depending on the level of pigmentation, can take a little longer as well. Um, but speaking of pigmentation when I and looking better in your older age than that, when I was in my early 30s, I'm 49 now, as everyone knows, because I always tell everyone how old I am. I do too. <laughs> um, I used to have this pigment. This is before I, I had a baby as well. So I used to have pigmentation right slap bang in the middle of my forehead and then pigmentation up here as well. The one on my forehead was so pronounced that we gave it a name. My ex-husband and I gave it a name and we named it after an island in Hawaii called the Molokini. 
it was that pronounced. And I had, you know, all sorts of laser treatments, uh, ablative treatments, made it worse. Turns out it was melasma. And then I got onto good cosmeceutical skincare. I started being very, very careful with my skin's inflammation. Also with what I was taking internally, how I was eating, because it was uh, an autoimmune response, I guess, melasma can can be. And heat was setting it off what I was eating. If I was taking medication, that would create inflammation in my skin. And touch foot, I have never had any pigmentation since. And I don't do uh, BBL or anything like that. It's really just been skincare. And took a long time, but once once I got it right and I respected the balance of my skin, um, my skin behaved really beautifully. Same with the uh, texture of my skin. The texture texture of my skin is a hundred percent better than it was in my thirties. Um, the clarity of my skin is better. The uh, the glow of my skin is better. The only thing that's not better, which is obvious, that's for me, is volume. That the volume loss, I would yeah. say, and that's you know gravity and aging and weight loss. Natural. Yeah, but other than that, I definitely I think your my skin, skin looks absolutely beautiful. You it's my gorgeous. hobby, it's and now that you're in my bathroom cabinet as well. Um, to wrap it up, I just want to. I, I do want to go back to what's next because you do have a nice tight skincare range. So in my mind, you are very economical with what you launch because you're not launching unless you really, really believe in it. That's how I'm reading it. What's next? Is there some, is there an ingredient we should be interested in? Is there a particular product in your range that you are you feel is missing that you're working on can you give us a little peek into where we're going well without a doubt we you know we'd very much like to do a sunscreen of some kind you know i'd i'd love a universal a universal style tint uh sunscreen you know but it has to be right you know so often we have sunscreens that you know they just don't feel great on the skin so finding um, that right formulation, working on that right formulation. So we are, you know, we're talking about that at the moment and very much a face mist. I love a hydrating face mist, you know, which is something I'd love to incorporate, you know, our hero product, our hero ingredient, vitamin B3 into. Um, and obviously very hydrating. Hyaluronic acid, I think, is one of the most amazing ingredients. So things like that, they're, very, they're, they're probably the two things that are very much on my radar um, that I'd be like to incorporate into the range. But, you know, these things take time. You know, it takes a long time to get the product right. And, you know, we I, I like to test everything personally. I like to work it through my circle of friends and dermal therapists that I work with, et cetera, to get the product right. And these things just take a little bit of time. So it's exciting. And, you know, there is a few things happening behind the scene. And it would be nice to, I guess, round that um, out at least to 10 products in our range. We have nine at the moment, of course. Well, I want to thank you so much. And I want to encourage anyone who's listening, if you are curious, to actually order from MX Skincare. Because when I did, I I did it just to have had the experience before we spoke. It was like a net-a-porter delivery. It was the most glorious delivery. Everything was beautiful. The packaging was so chic. 
Um, I loved the personalized note. I loved it. Everything about it was extremely different to what I was expecting and what you normally get from a cosmeceutical brand. And it felt very much like it was for me. So um, congratulations on that aspect of it as well, because thank you. I think we like, you know, people like that. I certainly, it, it wasn't lost on me. I really enjoyed that aspect so of it. Too. Well, you know, I, I, I like to create that experience for our customers, you know, and, and it's something that we, I talk with all my team about. This has to be a special experience because you're making an investment and you're investing in your skin. So it has to be like, you know, if you've walked into the store and purchased, you know, a beautiful luxury item you know it's going to be wrapped beautifully when you open it up it's that feeling of joy of uh, it sparked joy for sure for sure it sparked joy and thank you I really I really appreciate it and I love using it I've put on my social media you know a few times now Um, and as I said to you before we recorded my goodness I had been so sick I was like I don't get sick very often I really don't and I haven't been sick since I had COVID last year but I got so sick and I looked so ugly. And I thought, oh my God, I what couldn't am I believe doing? that. I did, but I, I I did two things. I used your um hydrating mask. Yes, great. Uh I did three things. I used your hydrating mask, I used the vitamin C for the glow, and I did an LED light mask as well. Yes. Oh, I love I have the um Omnilux. That's what I have too. Yes. And I swear by that, you know, I did that this morning. I mean, such an amazing, again, developed by a doctor, you know, such an amazing um, tool. I love it. So that's great. Well, you look at. Before I let you go, I have one last question. I'm so sorry. I forgot to ask you this. And this is on behalf of all of us men and women who are also getting injectables and aesthetic treatments. Does your do you think that skincare can prolong the life and the efficacy of what and is there anything that you think is better than others to ex- extend the life of injectables? A, a great skincare routine is most definitely going to extend the life of your injectables and hyaluronic acid is extremely important, especially when it comes to um, our, like fillers um, and most of them are hyaluronic acid these days. So that, you know, keeping the hyaluronic acid up to the skin. So like with our moisturizer, with the hydrating mask that you just used, you're getting lots of hyaluronic acid there and also using antioxidants on the skin because that's going to protect the skin from free radical damage which of course you know destroys the collagen and the elastin and using things like peptides and um of you know vitamin a etc to stimulate collagen and elastin production that is again going to help um, extend the life of any sort of injectable and most injectable um uh places you go of course they have skincare because they know that using um an at-home routine is definitely going to be beneficial you know one one without the other i really don't believe is you know you're investing so much money in a cosmetic injectable you want it to last as long as you possibly can and to get the best result from it. So they go hand in hand, same as plastic surgery, at home routine is so important. Yes, 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 I agree. No, it's totally daily, and we learned that lesson. We learned that lesson during lockdown because we couldn't go and get our injectables. That's right. And those of us who were like meticulous with our skincare routine, we came out of 
out of it looking respectable and you know we felt fresh and good and the ones who who didn't like if you ran out of your favorite moisturizer or serum and you weren't getting it well oh yeah thanks shop. <laughs> it's so great you know that um you know we had all our at-home care at the time because that's what what got us through but you know I absolutely love a skincare routine I, I think it's that that very special part um at the beginning of each day end of each day that little bit of self-care um and it just leaves your skin feeling you know absolutely glowing and healthy it's that little you know little boost of confidence that we give to ourselves each day and that reset each night you know I think a skincare routine is one of the most important parts of the day for me especially it was so nice to speak to you Alison thank you so much and it's quite remarkable that you're a resident of the Gold Coast and your skin is so flawless and unlined oh, and you. clear of any sun damage so um, we'll have what you're having it's it was really wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for your interest in MX Skincare. And you are absolutely beautiful inside oh. and out. So thank you for sharing your journey with me as well. Thanks, Alison. I'll see you soon. Look forward to meeting you in Sydney. See you soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. 